I'm about that life. If you want to be about that life, connect with us on social media. Like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Live That Life Now, on Twitter at Live That Life 20, and at YouTube That Life. Contact us via inbox, DM, or email at livethatlifenow at gmail.com with feedback or show topic ideas. Every time we look up, we want to see you winning. Live, Live that, that life, life now. now. Hey, man. Sometimes it takes the bad days to appreciate the good ones. But no matter what, you just keep winning. Just keep winning. Have you ever felt like you couldn't make it? Welcome to That Life Podcast, where we discuss love and relationships, spirituality and faith, career and education, pop culture, and everything in between. We give our take on it all as we navigate the path to living that life. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to our conversation. Yes. Today's topic is relationship expectations. Yes. And I will say that I'm excited about this one because this was a topic that a few of you guys requested. Yes. So we're going to dive into it. Yes. Remember, you know, uh, for our listeners, email us or what is it? DM us, you know, on your topics that you would like us to share. So again, today's topics is relationship expectations. And remember, this is our views, our thoughts <laughs> uh, when we talk about relationship expectations. One thing I've said uh, for years as I do couples counseling, couples need to know how to relate how to relate and relate is connecting to one another. Mm -hmm. uh, we are all pieces of a puzzle that for you to see the beauty of the puzzle, we have to fit perfectly with in one another. Understanding that sometimes you may feel as if you are on a ship, mm -hmm. you know, relationship, relate, connecting ship. A vessel navigating deep water, being able to stay afloat without anyone jumping, falling, or being pushed <laughs> overboard. So this is how, again, we break down, relate, connect, and ship because that relationship can become very unbalanced sometimes where wind blow, tornadoes come, rain come. Mm -hmm. These are things that just happen in uh, situations in everyday life. And can you weather that storm? Can you connect well enough yeah. that, you that you stay anchored? Connected. Yeah, that yes. you stay anchored. And sometimes you do have to do that. Sometimes you have to anchor. Sometimes what I'm saying with anchor, you have to stand still. Mm -hmm. In your relationship, you may need to stand still. If you're still trying to move and travel and navigate, that that can be an issue that can cause that ship, that relationship to toss over and you all but sink. That's, that's where the connecting comes in because we're connected. We're together. We're joined on where this ship is going at this point, right? Is yes. it moving? Is it continue to move? move or are we anchored? Yes. So let's talk a little bit about expectations. A strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. I'm looking for something. Yes. And that's powerful, too, because as couples, you know, both, two have to agree. Mm -hmm. uh, the goal is that they're looking for something to happen in the future. But that's touchy even right there. Um, even some of the, you know, the topic uh, ideas that we received when you say, and this is why people are sometimes hesitant, they are afraid to mm -hmm. put expectations on relationships because they're afraid of disappointment. Yeah, well, people say expectation kills relationship. Right. And I disagree with that. But um, with that saying that people say, right. you know, I just expectation, said that's what some people yeah, say. Yeah, I disagree with that. But I feel like the definition that you gave where you say, 
a strong belief or something that will, you know, happen, something you're looking forward, you're looking for this Mm -hmm. to happen in the future. I mean, we could do a whole conversation on that because that's like people who don't want to go into a relationship even discussing marriage, you Mm. know, because they don't want to talk about it. People don't want to come up front and say, I'm looking for that to happen. Okay. You know, or I'm looking for children to happen. And a lot of times those expectations, because like you said, it's something that I'm looking to see this manifest. I'm looking to see this happen in the future. People don't want to talk about it because then they're afraid that it could lead to disappointment. And so I think that is why um, people come up with that saying where some people say, you know, expectations can kill relationships. Again, I disagree with that. Mm -hmm. I think unrealistic expectations can kill relationships or I think expectations that haven't been discussed. I was going to say hidden. Hidden expectations can kill a relationship. Because we like communicating our true expectations yes that's the key uh we we have to be able to communicate properly yes with each other early and continuance throughout the whole relationship yes realistic expectations can be a good thing because everyone knows in the relationship what to expect if both parties are true and honest yes if they've been communicated properly meaning You've been transparent. Mm -hmm. You've been straightforward about what your expectations are, you know, and you guys know what's realistic for you, what's unrealistic, you know, but then also communicating that this is, these are, these are our expectations for this relationship now with the understanding that as we grow and change, they may change. And so we may need to um, have Modify. another conversation. Yeah. So and it's, it's a that. continued, as we talked about on another podcast. It's a never ending yes, conversation. It's a never ending <laughs> conversation. You haven't listened to that episode? <laughs> Go listen. <laughs> yes. So, you know, one thing I ask people do we create unrealistic expectations? I think so. I think. We were, um, you brought up an episode. It's a classic episode that a lot of people, if you are a fan of A Different World, one of my favorite shows, um, it's an episode where Whitley and Dwayne are newlyweds. And so Whitley sets her alarm clock for a few minutes prior to Dwayne's. And she's been doing this every morning. She gets up and she goes and she brushes her teeth and she puts on makeup and she like fluffs her hair and all these things. And then does what? And then then she goes back to bed and she, she lays does down. She goes back to bed <laughs> and she lays down and then she plays like she's asleep. Mm-hmm. And then Dwayne's alarm clock goes off and he wakes up and he's just like, I just don't understand it. He's like, how are you just so beautiful in the morning? He's like, your breath smells like strawberries. Your cheeks are so rosy. And she's like, I don't know. You know, I woke up like this. I woke up like this. Unrealistic. Right. And so, you know, those types of things are unsustainable. Trust me, as time goes on, you're not going to feel like getting How up. long are you going to yeah, do that? that you're going <laughs> to set that alarm clock and you're going to get up and you're going to do all of that. You know, but it happens in real life, right? Yeah. Women, um, we've done this and we have to be, you know, mindful of this. When you are in that newness mm-hmm. and you are dating and, you know, all these things, you make sure you look your absolute best all the time, right? Yes. So you may be every time your significant other sees you, you know, some women Hair have done, nails done, everything, everything done, done. Yes. <laughs> and so like you have on a full face of makeup and all these things, right? Flawless. Just flawless. Every time looking like you going to an event. Every yes. time. Like, you know, you you're as they say, the street is your catwalk. You are on the runway because you just look that good every single time they see you. And they just like, man, you know, so and that's wonderful. But is that sustainable? Mm. You know, are you going to look like a supermodel every day? Because most of us, we will do that, but not every day. You know, like for me, I'm a person that if first of all, there's levels to my makeup application. Let's be clear on that. Because I have the makeup application that's a few minutes and that's that's what 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 work gonna get most days. And then, you know, when you're going out and you're, you know, into an event or whatever, then, you know, I might do a little more. But 
The days that I really love are the days where I don't have to go to work. I don't have to do anything and I'm just makeup free. You know, I have not tried to fill in these eyebrows. I have not. There's definitely no lashes going on, like none of that. And so that's the part of us sometimes that our significant others don't get to see early on. And so when you do this glam girl routine or you're walking around in these four or five inch heels every time they see you, (laughs) you need to think, is that sustainable, you know, or you need to be upfront like me. Like, yeah, this is just my when I go out, like, you know, invite them over when you get to the stage where, you know, you're comfortable with them. Invite them just for a movie night at the house so they can see you in sweats. Or breakfast. Yeah. Well, no. People will go out. They'll do a Whitley. They will (laughs) will get up extra early. But you have to, when you're talking about inviting them over, I'm thinking where you've been in a relationship long enough. Invite them for breakfast at the house. Right. Yes. Invite them over for breakfast where they could see the real Yes. Uh, you know, the, the more realistic you of how you look in the because morning. Because as relationships go on and life goes on, you do not want to feel like you are suffocating and that you have to turn this alarm clock on, Whitley, every morning. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. But you have to, you, I, I mean, you need to, I believe from a male's point of view, you need to have a conversation about it as well. Yes, because, you know, and, and don't get me wrong, we're just using this as an example. Some women are those women. They are going to look like a supermodel every day. So that's fine for them. It's sustainable for them. This is an example. But let's talk about the men because there are things that men do too early on in relationships that they need to be careful and have conversations because it's not necessarily sustainable, right? Mm-hmm. So what, in your opinion, what is some things that, you know, men do? Well, that you found out that I've seen is, but I'm a person, not me. I'm just saying before (laughs) me, but what is it that I'm a realistic person? And I just feel like when you start dating someone, especially for men, you know, you plan all of these amazing over the top dates, right? Mm -hmm. So every time you and this new person, you know, go out, it's like we're doing all these amazing things, just like over the top dates. Those days are wonderful, you know, um, and that's great because a lot of people, they invest a lot of time. They spend a lot of money in the beginning, whatever. But is that sustainable for you? Is that something that is going to be the norm, you know, as this relationship progresses? Or is this just you whining and dining in the beginning? Is this going to be the norm that every date is over the top and helicopters and whatever it is, you know, <laughs> or... Um, is this something that as the relationship progresses, we'll do this sometimes, you know, the over the top dates will happen just sometimes. And so I think that too, I think men do it too in that way. And, and I agree. I, I, I've said many times that, um, I'm in competition with myself mm-hmm. because you do say that a lot. Yeah. If I, if I did that, you if always I feel like you have certain- to outdo. What I did last year yeah. on birthdays, anniversaries, whatever it is, you know, I feel like I have to outdo. And what do I tell you when you say that? I'm like, no, you don't have to outdo. I do appreciate your thoughtfulness, that you're always very thoughtful about the big and the little things that you do. Um, and you've done some big, really big things, you know, but you've done really small things. And, you know, I'm always just as excited about those things. But I always tell you, like, you don't need to outdo what you've done. I just want you to continue to be thoughtful and intentional. And that conversation that we have is important because some people may not feel the same way you feel. Right. You know, if I got right. a, a, a coach, a coach little wallet this year, you know, next year I'm looking for the big handbag and then it's supposed to get bigger <laughs> till you get the coach luggage, you know, every year it's just supposed to get bigger. And, and that could be, you have to understand, that could be the expectations on that. And it's fine. You know, one of our viewers said, um, hey, I want you guys to talk about, you know, a lot of uh, people in these relationships. What about the people that says, I deserve to have a significant other pay all my bills, buy me a house, buy me a car, get my hair done, nails did, take care of me while I do nothing, you know? And then they <laughs> said, and what about the men that says, I expect a woman to cook, clean, support me, be submissive to me, look good, always have her hair done, always have her nails done, always keep her body right the way it was, you know, when we got together. 
people have those types of things. Like you said, where they think not only should things stay the same, you know, the saying is what you start is how you need to be able to continue, you know, uh, but they think things should progress. Like you said, if you were doing this in um, year one, you should be doing this in year five. All of that is fine. I'm not going to say, you know, if you are a person that, hey, you know, you want, you expect, as I'll talk about marriage, you expect in a marriage that I'm not going to work or I'm not going to do this. I expect you to be the financial provider like one of our um, listeners talked about. That's fine. I, it needs to be communicated. Right. You and know, we, you, we, you, you, need to, you need to say that because you need to know that your partner is on board with that and that they're okay with that. They need to know that you intend you use coach for an example. Um, <laughs> right. You see how you use coach and nothing else. Yeah. Bigger, right. <laughs> yeah. So you use coach. So they need to know that you're like, Hey, you know, we're new in this thing. You bought me this wallet. I don't expect to see wallets going forward. <laughs> you know, by the time my birthday roll around, I, I don't want another well, wallet. What's the upgrade from coach? What would be the next thing? What's the next brand? Before you get to like expensive, expensive. I mean, yeah, I, I don't mean, know. Well, I, just, me, I mean, what is the trend? What you know? What do do most women? They go from Coach to is it Louis? Is well, it, listen. Here's the thing now, and we won't get into this, but you know, the Louis and the Balenciagas and all those brands. You know, they are all expensive, but people have bypassed that and they're on to Birkins. So that's a whole nother conversation. But so whatever your <laughs> expectations are. Um, you know, you need to be upfront about it and you need to communicate that, that, you know, this is what I expect. And so, because if you don't, your expectations can be unrealistic. And so we talked about, you know, you asked the question, do we create unrealistic expectations? And and that's why we need to have conversations about yeah. them early off and what we're going to do and get it. I get it. Some things change. Absolutely. Uh, some roles change. But if we're going to assume gender roles or we assume when my husband is going to do this or my my wife going to do this or my partner spouse going to do this, those things need to be discussed early. Mm-hmm. You know, a realistic expectation is when you and your partner can expect Teamwork. Right. So partnership. So to just go in saying, you know, these are the traditional gender roles and this is what I expect, you know, no conversation. That's unrealistic. Mm. What is realistic, like you said, is partnership. You know, you should be able to expect having a true partner in this relationship, a teammate, you know, to help navigate life with, to help you through some things. And so when you have a true partnership, Gender roles don't apply, right? Right. It's decisions through conversations. Right. The team, the partnership, you guys decide, you know, who plays which position and who takes on what role. Because when you're in a true partnership, you are making decisions that are best for the team. Exactly. And, you know, you're doing what works well for you. Right. It's not based on traditional gender roles, for instance. You know, you're saying we're a partnership. Maybe you cook, I clean, whatever it is, you know, you or figure you out. you cook this better than I cook. Yeah, because right. that's what we do. <laughs> um, you have things that I love the way you cook and then things that I cook better, and that's what we do. Right. Um, and then we do, you know, you look at things like schedule. That's another thing that we do. Right. It's according to our schedule. You know that on certain evenings I have things and you have things on certain evenings, you know. Um, your counseling people and things like that. And so we really play around that. Right. You know, yeah. hey. Yeah, today I'm, yeah. I'm going to cook. Oh, you have Tuesday, I have Thursday, whatever. Things like that. Yeah. You know, so you just have conversations. And those things, and this is why the conversations are so important because those things can change. They can. You know, but you talk about, we use cooking as an example. Who cooks the best? You know, maybe that's, yeah. like you said, we know people. Uh, I thought that was a question. Where it's this. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a question we know in this in this marriage. But um we both cook well though. Um and so you have a conversation though about who cooks the best. We know people where it's the 
complete opposite of the traditional gender role where, you know, the man is the cook in the relationship because he's just a good cook or the schedule allows for that. And so, you know, maybe no one cooks. Maybe neither one of you can cook. So you cannot go into this relationship just assuming, ooh, now I have a partner. I'm never cooking again. They're going to do all the cooking. Maybe neither one of you can cook. Unrealistic. <laughs> right. That's just unrealistic. So, you know, maybe you order out. Maybe you take a cooking class together. Right. You know, maybe you watch YouTube videos of recipes and you do this together. But that's you the know? key. It's the partnership. It's the partnership. It's the communicating. Yes. And that part you should be able to expect out of your relationship. You should be able to have, you know, realistic expectation of I am entering this relationship and I'm gaining a partner. Right. Unrealistic expectations is, uh, as we said earlier, kind of comparing your relationship to others. Yes. And I think this is so prevalent now, especially with social media. You see these cute couples on social media. I've seen them. The whole family's color coordinated. It is beautiful. I love it. Um, and you see, you know, snapshots of their lives, literally. Mm-hmm. You see when they are having fun and they're on vacation and Whatever. They're enjoying um, time together on a date or in their backyards. Whatever. You see that, right? Mm -hmm. And so now you're comparing your relationship to others. You know, that is unrealistic. You cannot expect your relationship to be exactly like someone else's relationship, nor should you want it. You cannot expect your partner to be like someone else's partner. Like if it's your friend and you're looking at what their spouse does or their boo does, you cannot expect your significant other to be the same, exact same as someone else, you know, and it's not just social media, it's TV couples. Like if you're like, oh my God, we're going to be Whitley and Dwayne. We're going to be Claire and Cliff Huxtable, mm-hmm. whatever it is, you know, you cannot do that. You mentioned earlier family members, right. you know, if you've seen parents, aunts, uncles, grandparents, whatever, and how they navigate their relationship, um, and you've seen what works for their relationship, that's great for them. But you guys need to figure out what works for you. That's right. And build a relationship that, you know, is good for the two of you. And understand that that relationship is unique. That's yeah. what makes it so beautiful. You know, no two relationships should really be the same because you're bringing in two individuals that become right. one. And so I always say each one of us have our own DNA. Mm-hmm. No one's DNA is the same. So when you match these two people to come together. Unless you're identical twins and you can't even expect to be the same as your identical twin because your fingerprints are different. That's you're right. two different people. And so, you know, while comparing your relationship to other people um, that you see other couples and the way that they do things, the way that they navigate life, that is unrealistic. You can um, expect for your partner to be okay with who you are. You talked about the fact that your relationship is going to be unique because it's made up of very unique individuals. Mm -hmm. And so you can go into a relationship expecting acceptance that your partner accepts you for the unique individual you are. No, you are not going to be the person that they saw on TV. You are not going Mm -hmm. to be their mom, no matter how much of an amazing wife she was, you know, I'm not her. I'm a unique person. And so you should be able to expect acceptance from your partner that you are a unique individual who cannot be compared to others. Exactly. Yes. And so also unrealistic expectations is, you know, I, I get mixed conversations about this, but there will never be a disagreement. Right. That is totally unrealistic. You know, well, that's, Unrealistic, but then I also hear the part of you don't really know a person until you have your first argument. I disagree with that. Right. So that's <laughs> unrealistic too. And I just wanted to put that out there. We are two different individuals. Right. We will not always agree, but that does not mean you have to argue. Right. Totally agree. You know, you are not going to always agree on every single yes. thing. I mean, again, You're two unique individuals. So to think that, you know, no matter how much you love someone and you adore them, that you're always going to agree. I mean, that's just totally unrealistic. You do not have the same mind. 
You right. know what I mean? Right. You are literally two different persons. You were brought up in two different environments. And all those things shape who we are. But even think about it. You got to understand, as we talked about identical twins or families, mm-hmm. they don't always agree. They can't because they're two different right. people. And so, so you, no matter where you come yeah. from or where you live or where you was raised, exactly. same house, different house, you are going to have two different opinions. Yes. You know, and it's natural. It's okay. So going into a relationship thinking, you know, we're never going to disagree. We're always going to agree on every single thing. It's unrealistic because sometimes what happens is when you have that unrealistic expectation Mm -hmm. and then you disagree, you start thinking, oh, my God, it's the end. Like, what's going to happen? We've had our first disagree. You know what I mean? And that's just unrealistic. Now, as a side note. I do think, because, you know, I'm big on how can two walk together except they agree. That is meant for agreeing on the big things in life. You know, our our faith. Do we agree on that? Um, are we having children or not having children? Mm-hmm. Do we agree on that? That's what that means. We're talking about everyday common decisions that you make. Do you um, have disagreements on that? You know, it could be as simple as what are we doing this weekend? Are we staying in house or are we going to this event we've been invited to? One person may feel we should really go and the other person may feel, no, I think we're, we've been overworked. We really should stay in the house. Those are the types of things we're talking about. And that's where, again, the conversation has to happen. You know, we, we have to, and and this is another thing that we do sometimes is we give in Mm -hmm. to something we truly don't want to do. And I'm not saying you got to stand firm on it, but we, we, that conversation is very important because, you know, just because you don't agree with your partner mm-hmm. does not mean. You can agree to disagree. That a, a argument <laughs> or something is going to happen. And to agree to disagree is where respect comes in. Yes. You have to be respectful of each other to, uh, have a conversation and see each other's point. But then at the end of it, come to a, uh, conscious decision that you both can walk away with. Yes. You know, one one thing some couples do is they expect their partner to always take their side and see their point. They always want the person to give in. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes especially in front of other people and that's not that's unrealistic. Well, you're not going to see someone's point of view all the time. I mean, that really is unrealistic. You know, again, two different people I may not see your point of view, you know. Um, thinking, well, I may see your point of view, but I may not agree. I with may it. not agree with it because that's yes. that's that's key too. That I may see your point of view, uh, your point of view, but I may not agree with it. That is key, and so you know, if thinking that you will always agree and that you'll never have you know disagreements is an unrealistic expectation, then, like you said, respect is a realistic expectation. You should be able to um, expect to be respected in your relationship. As you you are disagreeing. Yes. This is why I say it shouldn't raise to an argument. It doesn't have to because, you know, respect is the minimum. Right. I always say that in any relationship. That's that's, a standard, standard. really. (laughs) Um, That is the minimum. And so you can expect that even when you don't agree, even in your disagreements, that you will be respected. Yes. You know, even um, when your partner can't see your point of view or if they can, but they just don't agree, you will still be respected. You will agree to disagree. Yes. Your thoughts, your opinions are valuable and they will be respected. Exactly. Yes. Another unrealistic expectation is thinking you and your partner will stay the same oh, God. persons forever. Yes. You know, or you heard this saying, you're not the same person I married. Yes. You know, probably not. And I, I mean, I, I kind of hope not. Because anything, you know, a relationship should be a living, a living thing, right? Yeah. Um, you, a dead relationship serves no one, you know? And so your relationship is a living vessel. It is a living thing. And living things must grow if they're going they to continue to live. They, yeah, they, they transform, evolve. they evolve. They, they do yeah. these things. You you grow and change. That's what's supposed to happen. If that's life. You yes. should. <laughs> now, if you think that person that you married at 25 or 25 years ago is supposed to be the same at 50, yeah. 
something wrong with you. Yes. <laughs> that's unrealistic to think, you know, hey, you're going to be the same, the same person, the same girl I married that loved to do this and loved to go out and party. And they definitely ain't going to be Whitley still getting up in oh, the God. morning and setting that's, that alarm again, early. That's, to... why that's an unrealistic <laughs> expectation. Mm-mm. That's why they say don't start and then you can't finish. Exactly. You know, um, and so you have to understand that your partner is going to grow and should grow and you should be growing and changing too, you know, to think that they're going to be the same person that, you know, you met and married is unrealistic. Things happen, yes. you know, you have children already or you, you know, bring children into the relationship and they grow and careers change and uh, parents get older and just all these things yes. are happening. You know, their relationship with uh, God changes. So there's their spirituality, all these things. Um, as we grow, we talk about, you know, how we should be getting to know ourselves better. So they're more confident in their skin a lot of times. And so they're growing and changing. And so, no, they're not maybe that same person that you married and that's okay. And they shouldn't be, and you should not expect them to be because you're holding them hostage basically to their old selves and you are keeping them from growing, you know? So that is unrealistic. But what, you know, I would say is um, realistic is evolution. Yes. Evolution. I mean, that's part of the growth. And again, one of our listeners uh, called the GD. Yeah. <laughs> uh, GD growth and development. Yes. I and that it. was, that was good growth and development because that should be a re, re, uh, realistic expectation. Growth and development goes with your evolution, the growth of the individual as well as the relationship. Now you see how that works together. The growth of each individual mm-hmm. intertwining, growing and working the relationship relating. We talked about connecting, yes. you know, the ship soaring on high waters together. People grow and change for what? Yes. To better themselves and to better their relationship. Yes. That ship is together. moving, you know, yeah. it's moving, it's evolving, it's changing. I loved, you know, like you said, the listener talked about growth and development because it's so important. You know, anything that it's not growing and not evolving is dead. Oh, yeah, it's dead. I mean, that's just, that's what it is. And so... Even you, with that, uh, what what we should do, and, and I think we do, is I use the phrase, I see you. Mm-hmm. I see where you're growing. I see what you're doing. We should affirm in each other the growth. Mm-hmm. That we see in one another by yes. saying things like, I see you. I see what you're doing. I see you moving because mm-hmm. we need to identify it mm-hmm. uh, and where we're going with that growth. What is that growth? What is that change? What is that evolution going to do for us as a whole financially, physically, spiritually? What yes. is that going to do for us as one? Right. And that's why the conversation is important so that you grow and evolve together and not apart. Yes. And so it's important. So another unrealistic expectation is, you know, thinking that your partner will not have a social life outside of you. You know, when we get married, it's done. You right. don't like have you, friends and family. Only it's friend, only me. You, know? you only That's call it, me. You only text you only me. You only DM me. You know, it's only on me. No. Yeah. That is unrealistic. And so what? what? I got to lose. <laughs> I can't talk to my friends. What we mean by that is, <laughs> you know, thinking that it's suddenly just going to be you and your partner and there's no one else in the world, no one else in their life. You know, that is totally unrealistic. You True. know, like we were joking, saying, you're only going to be with me. You're only going out to dinner with me. You're only going to, you know, spend time with me. You're not going to be on the phone with anyone. You're not texting. No, that's unrealistic. You know, you were a whole happy, thriving person. Um, you mentioned the episode on love and happiness. You were a whole person who knew what it took to make you happy, right? Mm-hmm. You had a life, a fulfilling life um, prior to coming together yes. in this relationship. And so, you know, you had friends, you had family members, whatever. And those relationships are still important. Those relationships still need nurturing. Obviously, um, the person in your uh, that you're in the relationship with is a priority for sure. But 
you cannot expect that person to suddenly like not have contact. Right. So we don't want to cut other people off, but we want to be decent and in order. Correct. And so this is the thing. If, you know, all of my single friends, you know, we were going out every week, you know, I don't think it looks good for me to continue to go out single or married. I mean, it shouldn't, I shouldn't be. And I'm like, well, I married you. I'm coming home to you, but this is what we do every Friday. Yep. You know, I think that's a little much. It is. And that is something that one of our listeners actually brought up. You know, how do you operate in that space in a relationship where you're in a relationship and, you know, your partner feels like, Hey, I want to hang out with the guys. I want to hang out with the girls. And it's all the time. Right. You know, it literally has not changed. There has not been any compromise. Right. Um, you know, since this relationship began, they're actually spending more time with the people outside of the relationship than they are in the relationship. And so that is unrealistic. What is realistic is quality time and making um, the, your partner making you a priority. Right. That is a realistic expectation that you should have and you should be able to have without an issue. You know, quality time for each other, um, making each other a priority, being intentional about spending time together um, where, you know, it's the two of you and not just something that you throw in, you know, because this was something a listener brought up, not just something that you throw in in between your, you know, other social activities. Right. You're just throwing it. No, it's a priority. You're yeah. intentional about it. And the key you said is making. Yes. Making, creating. I don't care how long you've been in a relationship. You have to continue to make and create quality time mm -hmm. with that significant other. You know, don't lose that because you or your friends is making and creating exactly. quality time to hang out as a group. Uh -huh. So you need to make that same intentional, mindful time to hang out with your significant other. It's just about making room for someone in your life. Yes. You know? We um, take advantage. Yeah. Sometimes we take advantage of the one at home. Yes. Because we use the line, well, I'm coming home to you. Right. But you're coming home to me. I'm not getting that fun, relaxed you're not getting the quality that's time. going out. You're coming home and you're like taking a shower and going to bed. Yeah. Like I'm not getting quality time with you or I'm not getting, you know, the relaxed, fun you um, that, you know, the friends are getting. Because I think one of our viewers who mentioned that that's where they were going with it. Like, you know, you, you say you reserve that part of yourself for when you go out and you're spending all this time you know, with your social circle outside of the relationship. And you have to find balance and your partner has to be a priority and you have to be intentional about quality time. And how you go, because, you know, I've seen where when you're going out with your friends, you get dressed this up. This was mentioned too. The best cologne, the best perfume, eye, hair, nails, Fresh everything haircuts. done. Right. But then when I'm going out with my partner, I just throw on something. Yes. That's what I'm saying. See, they the partner could feel like I'm not getting that carefree best version of you. You're not. You know, because when you go out with, you know, the other people in your life, they're getting that that carefree, fun, like, you know, feeling myself type of version of you. And I'm not getting that. I want that, too. Because remember, in the beginning of the relationship, you was probably doing all that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and you want that live. You want you get excited. You're playing music. You're doing all this thing when you're getting ready to go out with your friends. Mm -hmm. But then when you're going out with your partner, it's this mood. Facial expressions, body language is important. And how you dress, what you put on. People can, as I talked about earlier, I see you. Mm -hmm. I see how you excited about going with them and how like it's something to do mm -hmm. with me yes. i don't want that something to yes. do relationship you don't want to just be thrown in you want to be a priority right. you know you're just thrown in let me find time in between my other social engagements you know you want to be a priority where you are intentional about it you're preparing for it you're excited about yes. it and so you should be able to expect that in your relationship. So another unrealistic expectation is thinking that you will adore everyone in your partner's life and that they will absolutely love and adore you. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's great if that is the case and that's what happens. But 
sometimes that's just not the case that you just absolutely just adore love and just enjoy everyone's company in your partner's life. Like they may, you know, love hanging out with their goofy friend who loves to watch goofy TV and may think, oh my God, they're the funniest person ever. And you're just like, really? (laughs) Really? You know, you're at the point of, I tolerate them, but that's not my cup of tea. Right. Um, That's real. You know, it does happen, you know, but I feel like if that is the case, you know, you should be able to to express that. Yes, you need you need to be able to uh, say it. And even with this, even with thinking that everyone will adore you and that you will adore all of their friends, you have to be able to understand the partner's conversation with each other. Mm-hmm. And so when I vent to you, I have a conversation with you about a friend or a family member. You know, I don't want you to, when they come around, roll your eyes or look funny or yes. do something or now take on these expectations. Because I want to be able to talk to my partner mm-hmm. about any and everything. We should That's a reality. To. Yeah, I want to be able to do that. But I want to be able to do it realistically understanding that it's just a conversation and you don't carry that when family and friends are Mm -hmm. around. And, you know, if you feel some type of way or it may not be any strong emotions, it could just be, I just don't really care for that person like that. You know, they're just not my cup of tea and that's okay. And you may not be theirs. That is okay. Um, So thinking that you're going to, everyone's just going to mesh together so well. Like, you know, we've always been this perfect, you know, group or whatever. That is unrealistic. Um, It happens. And when it does, it's amazing. But don't have that unrealistic expectation that every single person in your partner's life is going to be just wonderful and peace and harmony and whatever. You right. Know? So what we need to understand is the real, the reality of this or the realistic expectation is with your partner is being honest, honest yeah. in all things. You should be able to be honest and transparent. Yes. You know, listen, I'm not, I don't feel comfortable around that person or that person annoys me or, you know, whatever. Obviously I'm going to respect the people. In and your tolerate. Life. Yeah. I, you know, I'm going to respect them, um, but they're not really my cup of tea. Right. You know, so you should be able to be transparent with your partner that. about all things. Yeah. You know, you know, one thing we, we need to continue a reality for couples is, you know, at the beginning, in the middle, at the end, and all times is honesty and transparency about finances. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to continue that because we, you know, things continue to change and we continue to add. And, you know, you in line at the store and they say, you know, at Discovery, you get 20% off if you sign up for this Visa card or this Discovery <laughs> card and this and that and you get it. You know, that's something you need to talk about yeah. when you get home. Those are things that yeah. we shouldn't just get this bill. Like, what? whose credit card is this? Is right. this identity theft? Right. You know, those <laughs> things we need to talk about. Health. Yeah. Our health changes. Mm-hmm. You know, are we, and, and we're going to talk about this in detail in, in probably next season's uh, episodes, but health, physical and mental health, yep. you know, is Emotional important. Health. Those mm-hmm. things we need to, we need to have conversations about, you know, your thoughts, your ideas change from when we first got together you know you may have career changes you may want to do something different you may just want to be a stay-at-home dad or a mom or whatever because maybe when you went into the relationship maybe you had that desire to work and do you know that outside the home that was what you wanted to do but maybe now something has changed and you're like i don't really want to work outside the home anymore you know i want to to be at home i want to do uh, some type of work from home or I just, I don't want to work at all and I want to be a stay-at-home parent. Um, You need to be able to be transparent about that and have a conversation about that. That is important. About anything. So you should be able, a realistic expectation for your relationship is transparency and honesty. All the time. All the time. In your conversations, all the time. Not taking those things personal. You know, if you notice any of these unrealistic expectations in your relationship, it's time to do what? It's time to reset your expectations. And and we do this as we talk about by having, you know, partnership 
meetings or conversations. Mm -hmm. And as we talked about, a never-ending conversation Mm -hmm. when we talked about these intentional conversations and focused conversations where you stop expecting you from each other. Yeah, I think that's a big one. You know, when we're talking about resetting your expectations, stop expecting you from other people. You know, a lot of us have been guilty of that. You know, you think everyone has your same heart or they think the way that you think. Stop expecting someone to do things just because you would do it for them. Right. (laughs) You know, because you would do it does not mean that that is them. And you can't have that expectation for them or thinking that they would do it in the same way. And and you you can't. They're not you. It can be reciprocal where you think, well, I did this for you. Now you have to do something for me. You do it freely or don't do it at all. Stop expecting people to be you. Right. You know, the next thing you need to do is to be real with yourself. Are these unrealistic expectations coming from a selfish or unsecure place? That's something you have to do. You have to ask why, why are you doing what you're doing? Mm-hmm. Is it because, you know, you're just being selfish? Are, are you insecure? You know, and so, you know, like we talked about with the friends and, and whatever, you know, is that coming from a selfish place thinking that, You're not going to have anyone else in your life. It's going to be all about me. Is that coming from an insecure place? You know, and then when you do have expectations, be real. Ask yourself, can you meet those same expectations? Right. Those unrealistic expectations that you have? You know, can you do it? True self. If you're looking for someone to do everything for you with no reciprocity, then you're not looking for a partner. Right. You know, you're looking for a parent (laughs) because that's what that that parent child relationship is yes you know it's a parent does everything for their kid and they don't expect you know as far as like if i buy you something i don't expect you to buy things too um they don't respect those types of things in return and so if that's what you're looking for you're not looking for a partner yeah relationships are a two-way street they should be equal as we keep saying and we can't emphasize enough it should be a partnership balanced exactly it's a team Stop expecting your partner to read your mind, to know what you're thinking. No matter how much they love you, they will not know exactly, you know, what you want unless you do what? Communicate. No, they're not mind readers. It does not matter how well they know you, um, you know, what, you know, you think they should know. They're not going to know unless you tell them. That's the truth of the matter. So stop expecting them to be mind readers and communicate your expectations. Yes. Over and over. We can't stress that enough. Communication is key. You need to communicate with your partner your true thoughts, your true feelings. You know, uh, First Thessalonians 5.11 says, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up. And how do we do this? Through conversations. We must continue to communicate and talk that we can find a place where we both can agree and walk together in agreement together. Yeah, and encouraging one another and building each other up is especially important as we're growing and changing. And we talked about the acceptance part being a realistic expectation and transparency and honesty being a realistic expectation. We're going to need to practice encouraging and building each other up when our partners come to us and they're being honest and they're yes. being transparent we and they're they're it, desiring yes. acceptance, you know, because that's a vulnerable place. And so that's when they're going to need the encouragement and the building. And so we're going to need to practice that. So speak up, you know, communicate your needs, you know, from the very beginning. Like we said, if you know this is what I expect. I expect someone to pay all my bills and I expect someone to be submissive to me and, you know, this or that. You need to communicate that in the beginning so that mm-hmm. that is clear and that everyone's on the same page, you know. But then you also need to remember to communicate, especially as you're growing and changing so that you can grow, change, have that growth and development right. um, forever together, you know, and grow together as opposed to apart. So we have an Instagram post. It's on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Go follow us if you do not already. Um, But the post says two things that can destroy a relationship is unrealistic expectations and poor communication. And it is so 
true. Right. And that's what we're trying to stress today. Uh, you need to discuss and identify if you've set those traditional or unrealistic expectations. And if you're not talking about it, you know, you have to be careful and, you know, we, we, we've talked to people and I know people that sometimes are afraid to talk to their spouse. Mm-hmm. And so we want to change that mindset and have the two being able to open up with one another because if you don't, it's going to cause issues later. Agreed. You know, um, like you said, people are afraid sometimes, like, like I said earlier on in the show, um, because of disappointment or fearing that that acceptance won't be there. Or that the person won't agree with them. Yeah. You know, um, but hey, go for it. You know, the goal is to make your relationship a real living, moving thing, you know, to connect with each other, relate, like you talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. And that is a ship. And so you guys are on the same page on the direction of the ship and how where the ship is going. And so... Challenge yourself to think about if any of these unrealistic expectations exist in your relationship. Challenge yourself to think about the ones that we said that these are realistic. You should, at the bare minimum, be able to expect this from your partner in your relationship. Think about those things. And understand First Peter's 4 and 8 says, above all, keep loving one another. Yes. Continue to love one another. And remember that love covers and conquers a multitude of faults that transformed love, that healed love, that affirmed love, that triumphant love. Go live that love now. Well, that wraps up another episode. Thank you for being about that life, that transformed, healed, affirmed, triumphant life. Go win and meet us here next week for another episode. Live that life now. But no matter what, but you just keep winning. Just keep winning. Just keep winning. 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 To every winner, every champion, every overcomer. Are you a corporation in need of coaching and training? A church or nonprofit that's seeking speakers, coaching, or training services? Conference organizer in need of a keynote speaker? Or a couple seeking relationship, premarital, or marital counseling or coaching? Great. Great. You You are are part part of our our C factor. factor. That Life is a faith-based firm that provides speaking, coaching, training, and consultant services. Are you ready to be about that life? That Life specializes in helping individuals and organizations create transformational shifts that help them transition from caterpillars to beautiful butterflies. And we're looking to connect with decision makers who are booking upcoming retreats, conferences, or trainings. We are also available for group or one-on-one coaching and consultant services. Please contact us for a free consultation at livethatlifenow at gmail.com. And remember to live live that that life life now. now.